you're all clearly biased and or mentally unstable. <laughs> what a waste of almost two hours. This was awful. Just stop. <laughs> Please. But what, what's the critique? Other than the Weird Al music, there is not one positive thing to say. <laughs> I don't know. Daniel Radcliffe was pretty decked. Yeah. I mean, Dude's what ripped. <laughs> is wrong with all of you? I love Weird Al, but this was worse than the scary movie sequels. I've never seen those. Scary actually. Movie 2 is fantastic. That's got the strong hand in it. <laughs> like, I get it's a parody, but I thought parodies were supposed to be funny. This was not. <laughs> I, for the life of me, cannot understand how all of you people giving this 9 or 10 stars are legally allowed to participate in society's day-to-day responsibilities. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like driving, voting, or procreating. Sad day for society. Wow. <laughs> oh that was a one-star review from IMDb. everybody welcome to the show this is spoilers intended a podcast about series and films i'm steven joined as always by andrew hello and over there is ryan hello and in case you (laughs) didn't get it from that review we are talking about weird the al yankovic story yankovic yankovic i always mess up his last name (laughs) and you know what it's okay because we're just gonna roll with it yeah. So this came out very recently on the Roku channel. Yep, for free. Something I didn't know existed. Like, <laughs> oh, you just watch it on the Roku channel. Like, so do I need a Roku? No, you just go to the Roku channel and there it yeah. is. Yeah, it's it's really weird. So we actually couldn't watch it on our LG TV, but then Samsung, I guess, has a deal with them. They do, yeah. To mm. where you can watch it through them, through their app or whatever. Okay. And uh, it's just, um, you do get ads, like, throughout the film. Yeah. But they're, like, 30 seconds long. So I think that's interesting because I went into just literally, like, on a webpage, the Roku channel, <laughs> and just, you know, watched on my computer. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, it's this long, and there's going to be ads. There are no ads. What? I don't remember a single ad in that movie. I got ads. We watched it on our Roku. We got, like, two Rokus in the house just because we have old TVs that are way before the smart, you know, TV revolution. So we just plug them in. Is into one those. of them a plasma? No. Oh, okay. That was that no. was me. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I always wanted a plasma though. So don't <laughs> don't you don't I, want a plasma. I, I never gave, got I one. gave my plasma inky TV black. away. Yeah, it was it had great contrast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, your your viewing experience may vary just from that. Yeah. Because I I didn't sign up. I was just a guest. I fully expected. Oh, I'm like gonna get a ton of ads blasted yeah. by ads for this. And they're like. It even in the little timeline at the bottom, I, you could see the little marks where the ad should play. They just didn't play. And I don't know, now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if that's because I watched it on Google Chrome with an ad blocker installed. It's possible. And it just dominated Did Roku. it cut to black every now and then? No. Did nothing? Oh, I don't weird, think so, yeah. yeah. Huh. So I don't know. Maybe I an mean, ad blocker may be just amazing. I don't know. <laughs> the best ad blocker <laughs> ever. Earth. Yeah. But anyways, before we just keep just blathering on about this, <laughs> we figured since it is Weird Al... And I do believe all three of us are big fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, yeah. I, I would say I'm probably not as big as you guys. I've you never seen him live. Oh, oh, you're the least of the fans. Yeah. But I'm still a fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Andrew and I actually saw him live in concert here at oh, a time where he and I barely knew each other. So we were in like different balconies to yeah. know <laughs> that we were both at the concert. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we figured we would talk about maybe our favorite or, or one of our favorite Weird Al songs. Because this yeah. movie is big on the songs. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, his whole career is kind of big he, on the song. It's, it's, it's almost like yeah. that's what he does as a career. Yeah. So 
I made a big list here because I was concerned that I would get sniped. I had a lot of alternates on mine yeah, just in case. <laughs> but I'm going to toss it out to Andrew first. Okay, there's basically, I, I doubt any of you guys would have grabbed the one that I'm going to pick. Go for it then. Well, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Bring so my, on. my favorite is from the Running With Scissors album. Okay. Um, not the Star Wars one. Just I, I was wondering. I was like, would Andrew, no, like that feels too I, obvious. No, uh, All About the Peniums. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I, I love, so it's <laughs> a parody a of All About the Benjamins, which from some yeah. random rapper. And I love this song <laughs> so much. I know every single word to it. Oh, my God. Um, and whenever it comes on, it is, it is a, a song that is never skipped. Yeah. Ever. It's just, you just listen to the whole thing, regardless of whatever the, the scenario the is. Yeah. Every time. And... And that's it's making fun of a Puff Daddy song, right? The Benjamins. Is it? All, yeah. Is I that, think. He just said some random rapper. Some, I, I don't. I don't know. Andrew. Names. Andrew is very, very pale. Just <laughs> gonna say that now. Hey, I like Run DMC. Okay, that's a good. Oh, that's, a good that's the whitest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I love this song, and I remember so my fir- the first time I got to go see Weird Al was down at the mm-hmm. Alabama Theater in uh, right after the Running with Scissors album came out. So I was like in eighth grade. So what year are we talking? Uh, like 98, 99, yeah. somewhere on there. And uh, so Alabama Theater, you, you know, I I you know, I brought my my album so he could sign it. Oh wow. Um and we, you know, he played the whole like front to back album for Running with Scissors, which is still one of my favorites that he's done. Yeah. Uh, he even did the full 12 minute Albuquerque uh track at the end. Oh wow. Uh which he actually stopped doing that later in later tours mm-hmm. because it's such a task and it's really hard on the band. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So so it is Puff Daddy. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh so or Sean Combs. Um as I think he prefers for those now. for those keeping score. Well, I think he prefers that now, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's so, Puff Daddy. He'll always be Puff Daddy to me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll always be my Puff Daddy. Uh, so at the end of the night, at the end of the concert, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's kind of filing out. And I was, you know, me being the eighth eight eighth grade like or seventh grade i was like oh man i'm sad i didn't get to meet weird al and get to you know mm-hmm. have him sign my my album and we were just walking out of the alabama theater and like you know you're you're going down the street and there's you know like a little alleyway um and just i a- kid you not it is just weird al no bodyguards nothing what? with a fold-out table just in there and he's just like in this in this alleyway just tucked like, away hey guys Anyone want to come? I'll sign stuff. We can just hang out and talk. Like, I what? kid you not, this is exact. <laughs> this oh. may not have been sanctioned by Alabama Theater. He's like, <laughs> I got the table. They're, I'll just they're, up they're right like, here. you're not allowed to sell merch. He's like, screw you. I'll go in the alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was right next to his, um, uh, his tour, tour, trial, van, yeah, or tour van or whatever. Yeah. And it was just him. And wow. he just had like a little fold out table. That's awesome. With a, just a Sharpie. That's it. Like, nothing else. Like, no merch anything just like so he'll just, i'll sign what you brought but he yeah. didn't have anything to sell yeah nothing to wow, sell wow. or anything like that and uh so like me and my dad were like one of the first ones out of the theater and we just he was just like hey guys anyone want to you know talk and hang out and so like we just went back there he signed my thing yeah. we had a little fun conversation and you know by this point you know there's you know a massive line, line yeah. of people yeah, behind yeah, yeah. us and uh it was just one of the coolest experiences because like he, yeah. he felt like such a down-to-earth guy yeah. From that. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the other times that I've seen him in the previous years or following years, uh, you know, you, you you have to like go and pay, you know, like the $125 yeah. ticket. It's gone to his for, head. Oh. Yeah. It's blown up. But, you know, he's got to make the money. But this, you know, this <laughs> yeah. is still, it wasn't even early in his career at this no, point. No, and, running with scissors, which it was a big album for him. Yeah. But, I mean, he had multiple albums at that point. He did. Yeah. He had, he had multiple big hits at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
So um, my my runner up, just in case this was sniped. Yeah, give me for, some honorable uh, mentions. Uh, it would it would definitely be. Um, I love all of his polka metal melodies of mm -hmm. just the songs, and it's not actual parodies. It's just him mm -hmm. singing the singing lyrics. I love just really any of those are always really fun. Andrew, a polka fan, I didn't expect uh, and that. And I Put love added to the canon. Yeah, I, I love Albuquerque. That I can I can almost recite the entire thing like to the beat just the whole time. Like really, it's, oh, it's just fantastic. Wow, Ryan. I'm going to go a little more modern. Yeah. I had a lot to pull from, and I was trying to be different. I didn't want to go with, like, mm -hmm. the most we're, we're all really considered, like, are we all the same people? Right. <laughs> and so I went with 2006. The album was straight out of Linwood. Yeah. White and Nerdy. Oh, that's a good one. That's a I, I avoided like, that because there, I knew it was going to get there sniped. There are very few <laughs> Al Weird Al songs that are bad. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would almost argue there aren't. I can't think of any. Yeah. So this song parodies Riding by Chameleon Air and Crazy. Uh, Crazy Bone, sorry. And uh, I remember when it came out, uh, I was uh, working at a place, and I, I pulled it up and was watching it on, you know, mm -hmm. the computer. And uh, at this place of work, one of the coolest dudes that worked there walked by and like, is that you? Talking about when he's in, like, the nerdiest <laughs> outfit, like, walking out of the front yard. And I go, what? <laughs> I don't look anything like that. I thought I didn't, but apparently yeah, it's oh, him. Yeah. I was white and nerdy, and so that became my anthem after that. I was mm -hmm. like, is that you in that video? And I was like, that's it. <laughs> um, it's a really good song, though. It is. It is I, a great I like song. it a lot. Yeah. You got any honorable mentions? Uh, I Love Rocky Road was my favorite as a kid. That's a good Because one. Rocky Road's my favorite ice cream. And you can sing it. And I can sing it, yeah. yeah. And uh, as a kid, I mean, I grew up in the 80s, 80s baby here. Like, Weird Al was everywhere. I was a huge fan of any 80s comedy persona, Elvira, Pee Wee Herman, Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm there. I'm up. here for it. Light him up. He, so, he wore out the UHF tape. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I, I was a big Weird Al fan back in the day. Yeah. Just from like, again, I didn't, I didn't even buy my own music at the time, but when I saw <laughs> Weird Al, like, <laughs> like the, the, the movie UHF, yeah. like my parents would rent that and I'd, I'd watch it. It, Loved it. But yeah, mm -hmm. so I Love Rocky Road is always one because I did love Rocky Road at mm -hmm. the time. So yeah. it spoke to me on a level. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Eat It. Eat It yeah. was another big That's one. Classic. Back I mean, in the day. You know. It's hard to beat that one. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steven? What, what, what about you? So I, I will say it is impressive, right? We, we saw him in concert, mm -hmm. uh, what, five years ago? Six about years, five something years, like that. yeah. And they do all costume changes for every song. Oh, wow. And in between, because they have to change clothes, they play clips of Weird Al just in culture, just, basically. Yeah, just just doing, like on The Simpsons or in this yeah, TV yeah. show or he's mentioned in this. And it's kind of impressive. You're like, man, this guy has had a ton of cultural influence. Like he's been around forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I got to go with something that disappointed me because they didn't play. They played it as part of a medley and they didn't play just this song. Yeah. Uh, 2011's Party in the CIA. I, I know you. Oh, yeah. I that love one. this song. I want. Oh, I love this song. I love this video. The art for this video is yeah. phenomenal. That's the other half of the coin with half of these. Is it like the music video? You have to watch the music yeah. video with with a lot of these yeah. songs to really like. Yeah. Get it. Like some of them are elevated, just like the the Bond openings. Like mm, by yeah, the visuals. It helps a lot. Well, yeah, for all Which, about the Pentiums, well, you I gotta have. Cut, I, know, I, gotta, I gotta cut Andrew off here. If right. you haven't checked it out, we do have a Patreon bonus episode where we. <laughs> review rate and argue and i mean bicker about bond openings that is one dollar a month <laughs> shameless shill achieved sorry andrew no no it's fine i was just Pick it up. you know talking about the actual topic here. <laughs> yeah 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 got it <laughs> but no so like the, all about the pentiums is drew carey mm -hmm. as the oh, um, yeah. 
the hype rapper in the background. And yeah. then um uh the one of the things I always loved about um uh the saga begins is mm-hmm. that he wrote that before he, he knew saw the film. Exactly how the film went. Oh wow, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Party in the CIA, great. You know, we're we're parodying Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, so Which now, is still a good song. It, well, that's I think that's one of the keys to his success, right? None of his songs, he's like, I'm gonna pick some obscure artist and some terrible music and, and make it work. Yeah. He's yeah. Just, so well, in in the film, they they kind of uh, jest about the Yankovic bump, which is mm-hmm. where whenever he comes out with a parody song, um, people actually get a, a push in their own mm-hmm. record sales, which actually is a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, Nirvana has credited him for selling like over an extra million copies whenever he did uh, not Smells Like Teen Spirit. Smells Like Nirvana. Um, it was um, his cover of chameleon or chameleonaire i think or something like that oh, i'm not sure but yeah like either way uh, apparently like they credit him for for doing that yeah and that is definitely a, a real thing that does happen whenever he parodies other people's songs yeah now, now i will say honorable mentions for me uh word crimes oh uh, word crimes is just because phenomenal. that is a phenomenal example of just writing like that, holy that whole cow. album is just great mm-hmm. and then uh just because it is an insane song and you can't play it on stage trapped in the drive-thru just kills me <laughs> oh, that's the one making fun of the r kelly trapped in the closet uh, uh i don't know if it's making fun know. of anything i think it's, it's 12 just spoken it's a word. 12 and a half oh. minute song yeah. well the trapped in the closet's a 12 minute song from oh r. then it is yeah. making fun of that i'm sure <laughs> okay it must be at this point i i didn't yeah. realize that because i don't know i don't keep up with this the, kind of but stuff. I, I i found out about trapped in the closet because of south park when they made fun of it and then i sought it out and uh. watched it and was like this is crazy <laughs> well now now i'm gonna have to go look at that yeah. to see and be like oh yeah it totally is it probably is yeah, the the trapped in the drive through music video or someone animated animation or something. yeah it, it is just absolutely hilarious nice yeah if you can stand you know 12 and a half minutes i can't <laughs> right. I, I, I love it i 100 can just the people around me probably can't so <laughs> get off the bus if you don't like it yeah another one rides the bus <laughs> and another one on and another one <laughs> anyways uh, so we back to the plot we are talking about the parody rock biopic biopic Biopic? It's biopic. Biopic? How are you pronouncing it? I've only ever seen it. I always do biopic. Yeah, it's biopic. We can do biopic. That's kind of fun, too. I did look up whenever we did, I think, Howard Hughes Mm -hmm. uh, or The Aviator. I did make sure that we were saying it right. It is biopic. 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 Okay. Well, now that we've confirmed that this has been your grammar lesson of the episode. uh, Like an eye problem. I got biopics. Bionicle from Lego. Oh, my biopics. (laughs) That's Yeah, that's fair, too. But so for this, we'll give a quick plot summary. Yeah. So this explores every facet of Yankovic's life, from his meteoric rise to fame with early hits like Eat It and Like a Surgeon, to his torrid celebrity love affairs and famously depri- depraved lifestyle. <laughs> Which is the exact opposite so, of yeah, if, if you know anything about Weird Al, we're already parodied just with the synopsis. Like yeah. We're, we're, we're full into this the whole way. This is... Parody, well, parody, parody, I haven't parody, watched parody. him, but I think he's been doing like press interviews with Daniel Radcliffe and they've been talking about it like this is an actual documentary. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're yeah. committing to the bit even in like, you know, <laughs> they're, they're in, in character in interviews. Yeah. yeah. So because it's such a just full on, this is just a parody of basically any rock biopic. Yeah. Basically any, any that you have watched kind about. Kind of mockumentary style. Yeah, mockumentary mm-hmm. style. What we discovered is this is very hard to assign scores to. So <laughs> for this purpose of this review, we are not going to give scores. We're just going to give some pros, some cons, talk about – we're still going to talk about our categories, et cetera, because there are some areas where this really shines and others where it 
would really struggle. Like, oh, let's put this up against Dune Part One. Like, it's not going to fly. So this is going to be a little different from our standard format, but we're going to almost like it'll be weird. Hey, Hey. a a parody. Yeah. Not really a parody, but yeah. Don't ruin this. Come on. Don't ruin this. (laughs) So first, some stats and some some interesting info, maybe. Yeah. Uh, So this is directed by Eric Appel. Apple? Uh, Apple? I don't know. I'm not sure. Probably Appel. I'm going to go with Appel, which you may know him from Silicon Valley, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or New Girl. Those are all TV shows, but he has. Those are all very well thought of TV shows. Right. They're, they're yeah. really quite I well thought of. I love Silicon Valley, and I've watched a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I didn't finish it. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine in, in a full episode, but mm-hmm. the clips I've seen mm-hmm. are always really funny. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, it's it's pretty consistently good. It, it's never like the funniest show ever, but yeah. it's like it's it, pretty it, solid. Yeah, the, yeah, the floor is very high. But, yeah. the, but from the perspective of he does a lot of comedy. Yeah. Right? So he's, yeah. he's got the backing here. Uh, music. Ironically, Weird Al is not credited in the music uh, <laughs> by Leo Byronberg and Zach Robinson. I butchered his last name. Which is interesting because like – so Weird Al does his own overdubbing mm-hmm. of Daniel Radcliffe when he's performing when he's the singing. song. Yeah. yeah, so it's weird that he's not. But either way, <laughs> uh, so the big, the big one that stood out for me, for them, they both worked together on Cobra Kai. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's that's you know, there's there's at least that's a recognizable name. There's there's a lot of stuff in there that I didn't pick up on, but I yeah. saw that. Like, okay, yeah, uh, all right, they, they've done stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I see these names, like I don't know who these people are. <laughs> IMDb, help me. Uh, <laughs> so it has a estimated budget of eight million dollars. So, okay, <laughs> and an estimated box office of nothing because it's streaming for free on the Roku channel. Yeah, for free. <laughs> uh, so this whole film was shot in eighteen days. Yes. Really? Yeah. They blew through this thing. (laughs) Like, I mean, I guess there there are some film productions that are under a month. So I guess that makes sense for this. But just 18 days is just absolutely hilarious. That feels like, yeah, (laughs) absurdly fast. (laughs) Yeah, that that does feel, and the the speed of that and the budget definitely play into some factors. It does. When we were trying to be like, what? How do you score this? I don't know. (laughs) I put scores down. I didn't like them, but we I, put them. I didn't even put scores down because I was just like, I, I don't have any kind of like like measuring stick for this. I, I did scores, but I was like, I had to do my own internal rubric of like, okay, <laughs> this is a 10 for absurd parody acting. What is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How does this measure to this How exactly? How does this fit know? with, you know, like Leo at his peak, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, line this up. Yeah, I, I didn't compare it to like Dune or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything else. Also, though, if you want to see those scores Ryan and I wrote, if you're a Patreon subscriber for show notes level, it's there. <laughs> I'm not erasing it. It's there. If you're somehow curious. You can see it. It's Man, there. that is two shills already from oh, Steven. Oh, we are, we are warmed up. We're ready to fire off here. So, guys, before we have any kind of spoiler wall, spoiler free, general thoughts? Yeah. Just yeah? That's yeah. A good thought. That's a great thought. Fully <laughs> I thought formed. it was delightfully absurd. It's it's kind of I, insane. I liked it a lot. I um I think like I like how unhinged it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're a fan of Weird Al, you already kind of know his humor. So imagine mm-hmm. that, but filtered through like a fake biopic uh, yeah. for, for, for two hours. Yeah, it's it it definitely takes a little bit to get used to the pacing of how the film kind of tells its jokes. Yeah. Yes, where the there's not a lot of like straight punchlines. Right. I, I will right. say I feel like there was a lot of moments where it wasn't that 
I laughed because it was funny, but I just laughed because how much deeper can we go in this insanity? Right? Yeah. Yeah. How absurd. How, how committed can we be so to this? I felt that actually wasn't like, so kind of referencing back to UHF and the Weird Al yeah. show and, and that kind of like general light of like the, the mid eighties Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think this was unhinged enough. I, can I, see that. I, I think okay. I think it could have I think they could have gone like one or two even ticks further. a little bit further to make it for sure like even from the beginning setting the pace of like this is gonna be bonkers. It's been a long time since I've watched UHF. I, I want to watch it again. Yeah, I, I I feel like you're right that like it could have probably gone a little further. Yeah, like because it, it did feel like it was kind of in this weird middle ground where they weren't trying to be they're trying to make it too serious of a parody. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of being a Weird Al parody. Just off the rails the whole time. Yeah. Well, like, the other thing, too, I would say is I think your knowledge of Weird Al probably dictates... You probably your get a lot more enjoyment. out of it. Because, like, my wife is not a huge yeah. fan of Weird Al. Or doesn't dislike him, but just yeah. didn't grow up in the 80s like I did mm-hmm. to know yeah. a lot of... The, to be, like... Doesn't have know, the context. Yeah. He's not a cultural touchstone for her, like yeah. it was for me, you know? <laughs> and so uh, I had to, like explain a couple times throughout the movie of like, like what the oh, joke was see the joke here is that in reality it's the exact opposite of what happened right here you know or or you know just give yeah. some context and yeah. so i think if you know a lot about weird al you may get not that you can't get anything out of it mm-hmm. she she laughed and had fun with it it's just i think knowing more gets you in on some of the inside jokes because mm-hmm. they go by fast sometimes yeah so um i'll let you go here in just a second Stephen. oh i know, oh, you're, I know you're chomping at the bit <sighs> he keeps uh, jumping up and down for audio <laughs> listeners but so, like Weird Al, historically, um, because of his general upbringing, uh, he doesn't do drugs. He doesn't drink. He doesn't like like he has led a very um, non-controversial it's, lifestyle. It's not, it is not yeah. as a non-rock star lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. So basically, everything in this film that kind of shows up that is the the standard rock star of you know like oh you know I don't need you you're not my band you're not me you know yeah. those kind of things the like total opposite, the exact yeah. opposite of of how he actually is in real life. So from my perspective, I think a lot of the enjoyment in this is going to come not just from being very familiar with Weird Al. Weird Al and, and generally music, his lyrics. His, his lyrics, yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs with that. His life. But also, I really think you need to be a fan of rock-style documentaries of, like, these bands or or. Like uh, biopics. biopics. Yeah, yeah, I think it would give you a leg up to understand uh, what they're but making fun of. especially within the or... music field because this is, that is what the whole parody is. You know, when, when you look at Mel Brooks and we got Spaceballs, well, you better at least have some familiarity with Star Trek and Star Wars or, or there's a lot of stuff going on here that's going to go over your head. Same, yeah. same kind of world. It's just a, maybe a little more niche. Yeah, so this, uh, a lot of people that I've kind of seen online said this is very much of a straight parody of the Doors documentary. Mm. Uh, okay. I believe of, it. Of just pretty he, much almost exactly him, the Val Kilmer biopic one, that one, or the documentary. I think the documentary. Okay, him yeah. being on stage. Uh, there's there's the scene with him on stage, right? Yeah. With the with the, the police. Whatever. That is the doors. That's yeah. from the doors. That is yeah. the doors. Like 100. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the rest of it though. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think in the doors he ever went to Columbia and. And killed Pablo. I don't want to say. Well, we're gonna, no, hold on. We're not past uh, the spoiler wall. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I caught myself. I caught myself. There are slow things down. that happened that did not happen in the tour. <laughs> this didn't happen, period. So it's not a one-to-one, but yeah. it is making yeah. fun of a bunch of them probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There, it's probably like if you sat down, someone's going to make a list. Some epic uber nerd oh, person. Oh, sure, yeah. It's like, 
this is the, the 15 biopics you should watch to understand all the jokes and weird or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it is a fun film. I don't know, like, it's hard to say, like, who this is for besides just if you're a Weird Al fan, you'd probably yeah. enjoy G- it. Give, it. Give it a shot, right? I mean, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to hit. Like, it's got all the jokes are going to land as cleanly as maybe you might think. Yeah. It's, it's really going it, to be personality it's not a yeah. It's not a film that you laugh out loud at a lot. Now, a few times, but yeah. Uh, not, yeah, like, there's a couple of really so, funny ones, but. Have either of you seen Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox no. story? Yes. Yes. It's hilarious. It's very, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's a very different feel than this, though. Definitely. But it's the same idea. So it mm-hmm. essentially spoofs uh, Ray. It spoofs Walk Walk the Line. Yeah. Because, like, right around before it came out, there was, like, a whole series. Four or five, yeah. like, really serious biopics. So, like, Jamie Foxx was nominated. Yeah. I don't know if he, did he win for um, Ray? But, like, there was all these, you know, the Johnny Cash one. The, yeah. Like, they all came out. So it basically just, it was much like Spaceballs or something else, spoofed all of them in one movie. Yeah. So essentially in that one, like Dewey Cox goes through different eras of his career and each era is a different kind of like... Yeah, a different film. But it is laugh out loud funny. Yeah. And it is like definitely, I would say, if you're a fan of that movie, Mm -hmm. you can get something out of this movie, but it's not as good. Like you need to understand that Mm -hmm. that movie probably cost, you know, 30, 40 million dollars to make, had John C. Riley, Tim Mm -hmm. Meadows, you know, all those people. (laughs) This is like a fun, I mean, it's funny or die you know, produce this one. So it's, yeah. it's like, it feels more like a, a I don't know, of a movie made in 18 days. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. Like, it, like, and that's I still not enjoyed say, it. It's yeah, just not great. That's, yeah. yeah, that's not to say that it's not an enjoyable film by any means. No, 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 like, yeah. there are definitely a lot of, like, I loved it from a lot of the, like, the lyric Easter eggs that they throw in while they're having conversation before they reveal the song that they're going to do. That's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. And, you know, there's just a lot of little bits there, but it's not one of those films where, like, I I um I'll just say this I love a lot of the Will Ferrell films just mm-hmm. just baseline just, just from it yeah yeah and I understand that's not the type of comedy that everyone has but I I love them because they I just find them hilarious sure and that it, like this was kind of the opposite of those kind of films yes absolutely in what way in just, the, like it didn't the, have like the 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 absurdist slapstick comedy it, yeah. it does not have a moment of just like belly laughter laugh out loud kind of yeah reactions. i mean there there yeah. are definitely some really good jokes in there mm-hmm. yeah but it's not on the line of like there's not a joke a minute where like you're just oh this is they're just this building up and boom yeah. boom boom yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, step brothers is fantastic now i, I will say you need to watch dewey cox <laughs> yeah you really you really do yeah that's <laughs> really pretty good uh, well first off jamie fox did win for he did okay uh, he did. uh but Picking up from that as well, I have broken myself and lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Uh, but picking up from that as well. Yeah. If you keep saying it, maybe it'll happen. Maybe, maybe it'll trigger me. Will <laughs> Ferrell. Of, uh, oh. Yeah. If you are a fan of Daniel Radcliffe's work post Harry Potter, where he basically just said, hey, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Yeah. This can be a pretty fun film. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Or like, if you're just a fan of his pectoral muscles. Like, oh, yeah. Just take his shirt off. Let's go. Ripped. Dude's yoked. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a couple times, like in the early part of the film, like where you're just like, man, he's got some pretty good muscles. He's, and he's then, pretty, pretty fit. Uh, no, no, no. I had that moment where I thought, did they digitally add abs on this guy to make it look like <laughs> no. even more like unlike yeah. weird out? You know, that I was like, that's my boy Harry Potter. <laughs> I, think, I think Daniel is just working out, man. Yeah. Like, Spelliarmus. Yeah, Spelliabsis. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say I do enjoy Daniel Radcliffe just as a general actor, not because of yeah. Harry Potter, but other stuff he's done. And it was really fun seeing him in this film, just yeah. 
being able to just do ridiculous stuff. I thought he did really good too. I thought like, he did fantastic. Yeah. And and that's also not, you know, not to take away from it, but I, I did see a bit of trivia where the other casting, if they couldn't get him, they wanted Adam Driver. Adam Driver. And oh, I, was, wow. I was also like, man, he would have been great in this too. <laughs> <laughs> <funny too. laughs> so I just bought a Powerball ticket. And let me tell you, that is two dollars. <laughs> And do you know what the odds of my returns are? Can you sing anything back on that? Very slim. Like basically zero. Yeah. It's like one in like like 400 million. 400 million. Yeah. Absurd numbers. What if I could tell you that for half of that price, I could guarantee every month you saw returns? That's right. Sign up for our Patreon. $1 a month guarantees you access to all of our bonus episodes, minimum one per month. And that is all of them. So if you sign up next month, well, that just means there are more of there for you to listen to. That does not mean you can guarantee you. these returns. I guarantee personally. Okay, personally, I just did one dollar. Do you like did. to listen to people get mad at each other? <laughs> I know I do because I was. Isn't that everyone's favorite pastime? <laughs> Reality TV wouldn't exist if people didn't enjoy that. This is true. Yeah. Well, you can listen to the three of us get <laughs> mad at each other across a variety of topics. So the one thing I will say is that these episodes are very special. They're a different format. They're not like our normal episodes. We go out on a limb. We get wild. Yeah. Okay. Pick some weird stuff to talk about. Yeah. It's not all movies. No. Could, could be games. Could be food. Could be fast food. Could be who knows could what. Could be music. Know. We yeah. don't know. We get into all sorts of stuff. And, and it, these gets, episodes it gets contentious. Are, yeah. I, Andrew and Ryan are going after each other sometimes. Yeah. And, and I am yeah. not there to tell them to slow down. I am no. poking he, the bear. He, yeah. He's just the dude with the stick. You know it. Yeah. Man, just $1 a month. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed a quick little break. Just in case you are not aware, that was your spoiler wall. It is all spoilers all the time about somehow you just don't know anything about Weird Al's life because you didn't go to Wikipedia. I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't help you with this anyways because it is just out there. Yep. And, and by listening to <laughs> it is just out there. out there. And by listening to this episode, we can just assume that Steven did not win the Powerball. Yeah. So that's a. That's a that is that's so rude, so incredibly <laughs> rude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna when this comes back to the point of this episode. This was the moment. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we're talking about Weird Al, right? Yeah. Or Weird, the Al Yankovic story. There it is. Yeah, there we go. And uh, so we're not doing actual scores here, but let's just go down the the normal category. Stick, list stick to the rubric. Into spectacle. Yes. Yeah. What do we think? How do we feel? Pros and cons. What, what do we like? What do we hate? So I would say the pros are that like it was competently shot and yeah. edited it wasn't like it was like there, there's no real like oh moments of film yeah. and also no Ugh. yeah no it, it it didn't it never looked like in in the shooting and editing like it was like a cheap you yeah. know thrown together movie it, it seemed like it was days. done with no, care they, they, yeah. they saved that for other portions of the movie <laughs> i do think the costumes were great too like yes. they go they run the gamut on everybody and like it it really i feel like that person needs some props because they, yeah. they were able to make a lot of... A well, lot of, on an $8 million budget. Yeah, right, like, right. Th This actually is probably more of a passion project for generally everyone well, You know, you oh, know yeah. what actually happened is Weird Al said, well, I have all these costumes. Let's use them. <laughs> so we're going to have a pool party and, and like, well, we're going to have, uh, you know... Um, 
Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Uh, Alice Cooper. Uh, yeah, hold on. I, I got the <laughs> whole list here. Jack. So you have, I don't know who that is, actually. Um, He's a radio DJ. You don't remember yeah, radio DJ. He talks like this right here. Wolfman Jack. Oh, well, when Jack, Jack Black, Black came out as Wolfman Jack, I screamed at my wife. I was like, <laughs> that's perfect casting. Oh, I thought you were like mad or like, oh, you did this. <laughs> you <laughs> made Jack Black play. No. <laughs> so this was the list of all the people at the pool party. Pool party, yeah. So yep. We have Devo. Frank yep. Zappa, uh-huh. Salvador Dali, yep. Andy Warhol, Tiny, <laughs> played by Conan O'Brien, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tiny Tim, Pee Wee Herman, David Bowie, Gallagher, Wolfman Jack, John Deacon, John Denver, Divine, Elton John, Elvira, yeah. Alice Cooper, and yeah. Grace Jones. I knew about half of those. Yeah. What? 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 I knew all, I knew of, all of those. The second I, that Grace I, Jones, I was like, that's Mayday. <laughs> like, I recognize like that some of these people are meant to be, you know, a celebrity or whatever, like Tiny Tim. So he was a very obscure comedian in the 80s. Yeah, see, they, yeah, I, I don't I remember him. Is, yeah. But that one was like a, I was like, that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Tiny Tim. Yeah. Oh, like, like Gallagher. Yeah, I know who this is. Gallagher, yeah. Here, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Wolfman Jack, uh, him being uh, Black Jack, or Jack Black was just Black Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Black Jack, Jack but, Black. Yeah, so Wolfman Jack was just a DJ, like Casey Kasem. So he yeah, was like very enough. famous. But he had this voice like this right here. He was like, the Wolfman. Oh, oh, oh. And he was like, yeah. I do, I do want to point out specifically for this scene, right, where they dunk on my boy John Deacon, my bass player brother. I love, I love that. It cracked me the, up. The reason I want to point it out is because I had a music teacher in college that taught this specifically. That yeah. John Deacon is like one of the most influential people in rock music, but everybody just doesn't know. Doesn't because, know because, yeah, because of Freddie Mercury. In the late 70s, early 80s, that's when people stopped caring about all the musicians in a band just wanted to know the lead singer and guitar player. Yeah. And so, and, and then you saw that problem by having them be the same person. John yeah. Deacon wrote in and entirely the music and the lyrics for Another One Bites the Dust. Yep. You're my best friend. I want to break free. Now I'm talking composed and wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of the most important rock songs in Queen's library and therefore rock it itself. And he co-wrote Under Pressure with David Bowie. Yeah. I, I love and they're how, like, like, who are you? And I'm like, this guy wrote half the best song. We, we found the moment in the movie where they had a, the parody hit and, and Ryan's just like, I'm angry. Well, no, so what <laughs> I'm going to write a one-star review real quick. What I couldn't tell, I was telling my wife, I can't tell if they're in on that joke. They totally like, are. There's, no, they, no, they, there's they no, no way they're the not. Yeah. Yeah. But the way they did it was so obscure that like you don't, like, they, oh, I think what they should have done is been like, what have you written? And he's like, I've written all these huge <laughs> <Yeah>. songs. <laughs> uh, so this is getting yeah. off on tangent because we're t- still technically in spectacle. This However, whole movie's a tangent. Let's go. Um, yeah, originally, seriously. Freddie Mercury was supposed to be in place of John Deacon. Yeah, mm. they couldn't and, get permission. Yeah, and Queen did not give them permission for that. Uh, but then they were like, "Yeah, you can do John." Deacon. Yeah, you can have John Deacon. And, but <laughs> he hasn't been a member since Freddie Mercury died. Like, yeah, uh, Mercury died. He was out, and then Brian made everybody else was like, "Let's milk this. Let's get other people <laughs> to be our singer." But uh, but yeah, with um, and, and you know, and it actually worked out because the song he sings is another one. By another the one rides the bus. Yeah. Another yeah. one rides the bus. There we go. Yeah. yeah but uh, but yeah, like. It is just kind of funny because he is a very influential musician. <laughs> right. and, and, oh, man, I love the last bit at the end of that where he's like, hey, we're going to go uh, play this thing called Live Aid. You want to yeah. go? Oh. Hard pass. Hard, yeah. hard Correct. pass. Correct. Which I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Which, <laughs> which it, it, it's weird because, like, that was technically supposed to be, like, in the early 80s, but Live Aid was in 1988. 89, I think. So it was seven. Something, something. It, it, was, it was in the, the late realm. 80s. Yeah. Uh, so it's weird that they, like, I don't know if. Oh, they were playing Fast and Loose with Timeline. Yeah. Boy, howdy, were they ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because whenever that was, you know, like, so Live Aid is, if you're unfamiliar with it, is uh, consi- the Queen specific 
yeah. Live Aid performance is considered the best rock performance of all time. Live performance. Oh, like, yeah. Live, live, live Aid is 1985. Okay. 85. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's, it's same year. Okay. Dead Close center finish. of the 80s. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, but um, there's a lot of good performances at Live Aid. By the way, I used to have that DVD. Mm-hmm. I, I need to buy the Blu-ray of it. Oh, I'll, I'll like throw. Sade gets down at Live Aid. Man, some good jams there. Uh, I'll throw on the the Queen performance uh, probably oh, yeah. once every couple of months because it's only 20 minutes long and it's just phenomenal. Yeah. It was and inevitable th- that we would become a music podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> We're transitioning live. Well, and the cool part about Live Aid specifically for that performance was no uh, musician was allowed to sound check. So they just had yeah. to go out and just play just and, and figure it, it yeah. out. So when you're when you're listening to the the music, like you can hear feedback and everything, and that's them actively trying to fix it on on the fly, on the fly mm, yeah. during a song, which is just phenomenal. It's crazy. And this was peak Queen, peak Queen, y'all. peak Queen. Okay. Anyways, so, we, we're back to tangent uh, over about that <laughs> pool's party scene specifically. Yeah. Though. Like I I was like yelling the names of every person. <laughs> I was like, Pee Wee Herman, I think that's Jorma from Lonely Island. And I was like, Paul F. Tompkins is playing Gallagher. And yeah. I, just yeah. started, I was like, this is all of just Weird Al's friends. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Like, well, and, yeah. and that's kind of, I think, where a lot of, like, they're, like I said, this is probably a passion project. Well, it's, oh, it's, how, it's how you make it happen for yeah, $8 million. Yeah, so right? Weird Al yeah. just calls him up and he's like, hey, do you want to just do a cameo? <laughs> I can't pay anything. I'll be there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Jack Black as Wolfman Jack took the cake for me. I was like, yes, <laughs> perfect <laughs> casting. Well, it sounds like we're talking performance now. I mean, we are. Like, the, the spectacle was fine. <laughs> the, the the poor green screening during the LSD trip yeah, was that, that was terrible. What I wrote down yeah. was like the green screen graphics on LSD s- sequence. Was it intentional? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Why was it that bad? Yeah, it was totally intentional. But everything else, like outside fine. of that, was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was serviceable. Nothing, yeah. nothing excelled. But again, I did like the costumes. That's yeah, pretty good. So, that was so performance. Uh, I thought Daniel Radcliffe did a fantastic job. Basically, for, uh, for the character he's playing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, and also, uh, I did not note her name, but the the lady who played Madonna, Evan Rachel yeah. Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. Thank she you. She knocked it out of the park. She <laughs> she was my performance. Nailed of the thing. it. Like, sign her up to actually be Madonna in everything. Yeah, uh, she was killing it. Like, this is a World favorite, War II movie, but also here's Madonna. I don't care. My favorite part was when Dr. Demento was like, can we talk privately? And he's like, whatever you say, you say in front of her. He's like, I think Madonna's a bad influence on you. <laughs> and he looks at her, he's like, no offense. She's like, just, just the, the hand wave. I'm yeah, like, it's perfect. Good. Yeah. I was like, this girl is, like, which I like her as an actress. I watched, uh, I haven't finished Westworld, which they canceled it. But like. Rip. The first season of Westworld, yeah. she was killing it on that. She's really good, like as an mm-hmm. actress. So, like when she popped up as Madonna, I was like, "Oh, interesting!" <laughs> she nailed it. I yeah. loved. Uh, there was one part of the movie where they're like walking out of a room, and he, like he walks out first, and then she walks out behind him, and she turns around and, and does the, the pose. Madonna yes. pose. Yeah, and I just, I just cracked up. It was just so ridiculous. Well, and just the idea that like you know Weird Al and Madonna had this like torrid like. <laughs> Scandalous love at, affair at peak, at peak. Uh, yeah. Which, which they did not. Um, <laughs> no, they yeah. did not. <laughs> but uh, now she is one of the, I think, the only artist that has actually requested him to do a song and wrote the catch lyric for the song itself. Oh, wow. So, like a surgeon was actually her idea. So they like and, took yeah. that and, and wholesome thing and turned yeah, it into warped this. it. <laughs> well, and it, and it's um, uh, just because like. Weird Al was like, well, normally I do my own stuff, but this lyric is so good, I yeah. can't not use it. He was like, I wish I'd come up with that idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I also have to say, watching Weird Al be, you know, the jerk for record label executive or whatever yeah. was, was and just being mean to Daniel Radcliffe was great. 
<laughs> I, I he puts the cigarette. Oh. <laughs> I, I got that and got Will a solid Forte's laugh. Hand, and that that one's well, that that oh, and also that. Uh, Will Will Forte is just like going off on him. That was good. That too. was yeah. good too. I do love whenever he that that the beginning of that scene whenever Daniel Radcliffe walks in he throws him the table he's like put it on yeah <laughs> and it's it's just it's so funny because like you if you think about it from the perspective of like Weird Al like in person in real life doing this to someone like yeah. you just can't see it because he's just such a nice guy again I think like performance wise that's where Radcliffe nailed it because he went so anti um, Weird Al yeah and it, like. Yeah. Again, though, I, I I think if if you don't know that Weird Al is like that, you might be like you might just be like, well, man, this guy was a jerk. This yeah. a jerk. Uh, I also this is very very random, but the like a surgeon performance, uh-huh. the two cone broad dancers, oh, crack yeah. uh, <laughs> them just like dragging him around and carry. Oh my yeah. god! Uh, so the one thing I didn't really like the dad. I, See, I, I, I thought he was pretty good. I I've was, seen that dude in a lot of other comedies. Really? It was a good performance. It's just the kind of performance where you're just like. He normally yeah. doesn't play that hard nosed of a person in mm-hmm. anything I've seen him in. He's always like the comic, the comedic yeah, relief yeah. of a scene. So it was interesting seeing him in this role, trying to be the bat, the heel. I kept feeling like there needed to be like a, um, like one extra line where he says something that's Just, so absurd that yeah, it's funny. Yeah, like that's kind of mm-hmm. like that's kind of what I mentioned earlier. Where. Yeah. It definitely feels that they could have gone like one edge a little bit closer to yeah. just pure insanity. Like the, to to where like whenever yeah like he's like this super hard line dad just says something just totally ridiculous. Yeah, at and the end. Th- this is looping back into spectacle, but I did love the little bit of animation we got of like his oh, Amish, yeah, that was nice. like, oh that yeah, watercolor yeah. style. Yeah, this is a nice style, nice little break, different, and it yeah. feels kind of. Like some stuff that maybe we got in some of his videos at some point, mm-hmm. I couldn't couldn't say. Oh, it's definitely this one. I don't know. And yeah, I, I do want to shout out the mom and that scene. <laughs> I loved the most was. Can you just not be like yourself or do anything you love anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got a pretty good laugh. Uh, out I of also me. the the scene with the traveling salesman who who actually <laughs> did Thomas Lennon. Uh, so in real life, uh, Weird Al. <laughs> Did actually get his first accordion from a traveling salesman. Really? Yes. Yeah, that was that was That's awesome. That was realistic up to the point where his dad started punching him. Uh, but the <laughs> then whenever him and his mom are having a moment and the dude's still on the ground yeah. just like wheezing, he's like, I think I, I think I have a cracked lung or a collapsed a lung. lung. Yeah. yeah. And she's just like, excuse me, we're just having a moment. Here. We're kind of having a moment over <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. So, so I got to say, I didn't, I don't recognize any of the actors' names, but the guys that played his band members, like his oh, roommates. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're really five. I love like, every scene they were in. I was like, I love these guys. Yeah, yeah, because they're like those were kind of like the wide-eyed, <laughs> ridiculous, uh, yeah. just like characters that you kind of expect of like the dudes like sitting on the the thing, reading, yeah, and uh, like well, in reading like an accordion magazine, <laughs> and like they're so into it because like at first you don't know if they're like being sarcastic to him and like being mean, right? But then you're like, oh no, these guys are hundred percent in. The best well, part is at the biker bar where they just join. He's like, you didn't tell me you guys could play. Didn't seem relevant until now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that what? was great. I, I I will say though, it did throw me for a minute, right? When the the whole polka thing, like he goes to the polka party, yeah, yeah. And in that moment, I, I kind of looked at the the screen with a bit of doubt, right? Because I went to a I went to a wedding for a friend. This I thought he was about to say I went to a polka party. No, no, I was going to give you I a wedgie from across the room. I did go to a polka party. Come over it here. It was this wedding. We were we were at this wedding, right? And they're just playing your know, standard wedding stuff, and yeah. the dance floor is thinly, sparsely populated. But she's from the the uh, bride was from like the Midwest, I and mean, she's you know, Polish last name. 
and they put on a polka because obviously they had given them some to play. Right. And suddenly the dance floor is packed. Erupts. Oh, yeah. so, so I was kind of sitting there like, this could be a thing that happens in the Midwest. But I just don't know. <laughs> I'm not ready to cast doubt on this. So uh, whenever they were doing the, um, I guess like the the chicken. Um, dance or whatever. I clapped every single time. No. Oh, 100%. Like, no shame at all. We were watching it, and I was just like, every time. Clack, clack, clack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was also another one of those moments in the film where I was like, I can't tell if they're being like, if they're going to be mean to him or if it's going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, they're at a polka party. This is no, where he. Yeah. It's, it's almost, we almost, we, we, I mean, we lack anyways because he passed away you know, way before his time, but it's almost like we missed the opportunity <laughs> here to have like John Candy in there, like, you know, you know, polka, polka, polka. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I think to the, to the film's credit, and again, we're, we're in performance right now, but this is skipping ahead, but like they stick to that theme of like, they're always enamored with Weird Al. Yeah. The, the whole way constantly. through. Yeah. There's never anyone being mean to, except for Will Forte yeah. at the, the record place, but the majority of everybody is like, super supportive. That's incredible. You know? Yeah. And, and also as a note, just, Generally speaking, um, uh, his parents in real life were very supportive of his. Oh, very uh, proud. His yeah. Oh, yeah. So Brienne was asking that at the end, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, like look at these pictures. His parents obviously were supportive. That's the joke. This whole yeah. thing is like, yeah, a farce." Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to music, which is arguably probably the most important part music. about this film. The score. The score. Of the score. No score. Of no the score. But the score. <laughs> I mean, for me, like anything that wasn't a Weird Al song was just like kind of boring. Yeah, and it was kind of there. It was just like yeah. temp tracks that fit. Yeah. It's fine, cool. <laughs> Eight but million the, dollars. But the problem, the problem was, <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of Weird Al music. So I was gonna say, so for yeah, me, yeah. it worked. There, I kind of wish we actually got a little bit more. I, I would I have liked too. a little broader because it it was a <laughs> it very narrow. Well, it was a very narrow perspective of we only got up to a certain point basically, yeah. and then we don't get a lot of the other stuff that I've listened to a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it just they cut the story off there, you know. Yeah, like, you well, don't get anything past like Amish Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I really thought they were going to do fat for a minute. Yeah, like, that fake out was great. Wait, mom, what were you saying a minute ago? It's like <laughs> we've moved past that. We're on to the next. You know? Yeah, yeah I, I did love the the ongoing joke about eat it and beat it. Oh with, yeah, with my, it's like now everyone's going to think that I parodied Michael Jackson. <laughs> I know that was yeah, that cracked me up. Who gives him the what gives him the right? <laughs> Just banging the phone. Like his whole career is parodying people that one person yeah. fakely parodies him. Slamming that phone. That, <laughs> that, was, that was a good scene. But yeah, all the Weird Al songs, I liked the way they worked them in. When they recorded yeah. uh um uh my Bologna. My Bologna in a uh, so in that, a bathroom. It, it that really happened. It did happen. Yeah. Now yeah. that was before he met his band. Sure. So yeah. he mm-hmm. recorded it by himself, but it, and it wasn't in like a bus thing. It was at yeah. um a a bathroom like on his university. Right. Yeah. But, but still, it had good acoustics. It yeah. also plays into the uh the music. Like I haven't seen it, but the um what's the Queen biopic that came out with um oh Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. They play fast and loose with like how oh, all that stuff sure was written mm. and recorded, and like mm-hmm. that's not. How, and so like that they were in this gas station bathroom. <laughs> it's got good acoustics. I, I love the dude like walking by them, like <laughs> can, I, can I help them by? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought all the Weird Al songs were great, and the yeah. way they worked them in. But I, I too wish they had included more and some more modern stuff. But and they cut it off, you know. I, when they did. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know if I was disappointed or not that it was kind of just like an overdub. Of, well, I kind of I kind of found that funny though. I it, did too. It, I it added it. to the parody aspect, but I was also kind of like, man, I really want to see. I want to I want to hear Radcliffe try one of those, like sing one of these songs. So like, Danny Rad's give a yeah. shit. So he actually did learn how to play the accordion from Weird Al. 
Whoa, uh, wow. He he said in interviews so that it's not very good. It's good no, enough it's to not pass very, on yeah. screen. He's not very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but he did actually learn how to do it, so it didn't look like he was just flailing around. Yeah, on, on yeah. The thing. Just you know, holding the guitar upside down or something. You just yeah. let it slide. Well, I had a couple of moments where I was like, "Are you really playing?" And then I was like, "No, he's <laughs> no, not. He's not, not, not playing. Those <laughs> fingers aren't matching the movements exactly." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, so we can move to plot, which is essentially non-existent. It's a biopic. <laughs> right. Let's just I talk just, about some favorite scenes. Yeah. So that they, <laughs> that they included Pablo Escobar being a huge fan. And oh, just he, throughout. He kept, he kept showing up. <laughs> and then he has to go kill it. And they, they really— they, And then they Madonna really spent, takes over. <laughs> yeah, they spent a lot of time on Pablo Escobar. <laughs> they really did. They really did. Very shocking. That was crazy. And then she's like, we could take over the empire. And then she's like trying to shoot him as he's leaving and she's just hitting cocaine everywhere. Well, and then, and then it's uh, whenever whenever he gets shot and he's like, you forgot one thing. I'm platinum. platinum. Okay, yeah. that, that actually got a legit laugh. That, that, yeah, I got a laugh out of that. I, I like at the end when she's got the eye patch Patch, and the scar yes. and she goes, take the shot. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, or the yeah. dude's just sitting in the middle of the, the crowded, just full-on <laughs> belt-fed yeah. machine gun. I kept waiting too when he when he so when he goes to the factory yeah. to like you know do what mm-hmm. his dad does uh-huh. or whatever, and uh, he's like, "What do we make here?" And they're like, <laughs> "And it's like you never find out." I thought he was gonna start doing it, and they were gonna be pressing out accordions or something. Because <laughs> this is before his dad has the yeah the heart to heart giveaway on yeah. thing. I thought he was going to be like making a court. And so his dad lost the hand. And I was like, that would be why his dad doesn't hates, want to hates the it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, But they didn't do that. But yeah, his dad shows him his um, uh, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. The, the uh, sorry, not to dominate. One more thing. And then I'll, I'll tell me I was talking. <laughs> he's on the phone with his mom after he's really successful. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> he's brand? talking to her and she's like talking about it. And then he's like, Does dad ever say anything? No, not really. You know, he's a complicated man. Except for he does want to say that he's definitely not proud of you. He's very clear about that. <laughs> one thing. I was like, that's awesome. Uh, I really got a kick out of the, um, uh, the doors kind of tribute i guess for that that concert uh-huh. yeah. um just because I, I just you want to see you want to see it, it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh the other thing that that i really thought was just wild was dr demento is a real uh, person it's a real person yeah, yeah. Who dressed like that in real life oh when they did the picture at the end i was like oh <laughs> i was like oh this is okay. real I thought it was totally fabricated for this. this like, yeah. We made this role for Rain Wilson. He's like, no, I was born for this and, role. And, yeah, and Rain Wilson is, um, he's always just a funny guy. Just oh, yeah. uh, honestly, the the cast and just the cameos are just kind of a who's who, right? We're, yeah. we're going back yeah. to this. But that, in terms of favorite scenes, is just moments of, you know, Ryan's in here being like, oh, they're at the pool party. Let me identify everyone who's playing this person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rain Wilson, most of the Dr. Domino stuff when he's just... <laughs> Makes a statement that honks his own horn. (laughs) This guacamole tastes weird. Oh, it's full of LSD. (laughs) Uh, I I did like the the concert in the dive bar or the show in the dive bar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, Just because, like, you you know, it's always one of the you have Pat Oswalt in there, which is funny. Uh, But um, we don't sell ice cream. Well, you better. You got (laughs) the song. I get. I I got a good laugh out of that one. Yeah. 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 It was just. It's just a ridiculous, like, you can't really, it's it not, a, it doesn't have a plot. But I, I do think that, like, the interesting thing about it, with the exception of the torrid love affair with Madonna and the Pablo, Pablo Escobar bits, a lot of it is, like, a hyper-realization or a, a inverse of what happened in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, pretty much. So it did, he did 
record his first single in a bathroom, mm-hmm. not with a band. And but like he did probably get rejected by record companies. He clearly a did 100%. have a relationship with Dr. Demento. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like there are all these parallels to his real life that creep in that mm-hmm. is interesting. So I don't know. There's not really a plot, so to speak, but it does have an arc, and there is like a lot of fun stuff. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. It yeah, was, I, it was fun. I did like the cold open as well with him, like basically being pronounced dead, and then um, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, yeah, like I thought that was funny. And I did I, he in the cold open? Did he have like the the revive moment in the cold open? Yeah, yeah he came up okay, and said, "Give they, me a pen and paper." They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. They should have let it like that, and yeah. then like, oh, this is the story of his death, and then it goes through this, and then it just, and then they, then they ended yeah. up killing yeah. him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And I Take did, I did shot. like throughout the credits, like you know, you get actually real life photos of Weird Al and, and also parents poorly and photoshopped. And then you start photos. to get badly photo. I was like, wait, now we're bleeding into like this isn't real. Is this still a parody? Yeah, yeah. So are uh, we are we entertainment? Yeah, we're, uh, yeah. we're just there. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a I it's a fun, fun film. Like now that we're recounting it, I think I, I laughed at it more I than I, I thought I did. I think I liked it more yeah. than I thought I did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I'm gonna rush out to rewatch it. No, probably not. No, uh, and I, <laughs> I will say, coming from the approach of like trying to explain this movie to Lauren, like my wife, uh-huh. might be a challenge. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to take a poll with her of like, well, how much do you actually know about this guy? Like, can I, <laughs> if she hasn't already listened to it at the point that this, like, can I pass this off? Like, yeah, that really happened. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He really he killed, killed. He Pablo. killed Pablo Escobar. Did you even know who Pablo Escobar is? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, he killed him. <laughs> totally yeah. stone dead. And, and, Madonna. and Madonna tried to take over. <laughs> she has an eye patch now. She's still running it to this day. Yeah, you know the DEA <laughs> top top five most wanted. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it was a very fun film, and you actually recounting it does make me feel that I enjoyed it more than <laughs> yeah, what I initially I now thought. That we're the more than we talk it. about, it, I'm like, you know, it's it's probably a good thing we didn't do scores for this because apparently I enjoyed this way more than I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, because right. I definitely probably would have given everything we'd, relatively low scores. We'd be revising the scores on <laughs> the fly. Right, yeah. You know what? Wait a minute. Bring it up. Bring it up a whole point. Pull it back. I, yeah. I, I will say though, I did feel like I checked. Like, how much is left in this? Like multiple times. It, I was it, just like, what is the, going the on? The pacing, right now? I think, definitely has a lot to get used to mm-hmm. pretty much for like the almost like three quarters of the film. I, I think the the thing to me that, that it could be improved upon and the thing I would warn somebody if we're like, who's this for? You know, yeah. if, if you're not a Weird Al fan and you want something kind of like Walk Hard or one it's of these like be that. parodies, it, it's kind of that. And it's a comedy and it's absurd, yeah. but it, it definitely, I think the two places where this could have been improved the most is tightening up a lot of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they could have edited... A lot of like just 30 seconds stuff, here, stuff like yeah. 10 seconds lot, here, yeah. just to get the pacing tighter. And they should have punched up some of the scenes with like one more absurd thing or one more, you know, like ridiculous twist at the end of it yeah. to really end that scene on like a, a hilarious note. There were some scenes that like the funny thing happened before the end. So it just kind of ends and it goes to the kept, next kept thing. Going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the fight scene in the diner was pretty great. Oh, yeah, that was where where, where he's uh, like uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. where he goes full like John Wick or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he rings the bell at the end, order up, yeah. Him him (laughs) dropping the couple random like one liners was great. Would just like he's like, this is my own movie. I can be an action hero if I want to be. What if what if for this scene I'm Keanu Reeves? What if for the next scene I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger? Come on, like let's go. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, it's definitely from the from like a joke perspective. Mm-hmm. A lot of these other films, uh, which I haven't seen Walk Hard, but mm. um, you know, like any like Will Ferrell kind of style stuff, like old, like <laughs> SNL crew, like it feels like they're doing like basically a whole skit 
in a scene. Yeah. And then it ends and you get the joke and then you move on to the next scene where this one didn't really feel like skits. It just felt like the whole thing was the skit. Yeah. And you just have to find the jokes in there at yeah. times. Yeah, and yeah. Like, just and along for the ride. And here. there are clearly some really funny moments in the yeah. film. But it's never – it's not like a joke a minute where, no. like, it's like, oh, that's funny. And then you hit the next one. Then you hit the next one. It's just like, that was ridiculous. There's definitely, like, parts of it where it's, like, more functional, move the plot ahead. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. there are some scenes that do end with the joke, but it's not every scene. And I feel like, like you're saying, like, when you think of, like, Will Ferrell comedies like Anchorman, mm-hmm. Step Brothers, or, like, Walk Hard – like, those do feel like each scene ends with something ridiculous that moves yeah. on. You know, like, it's like a mm-hmm. self-contained skit mm-hmm. in each scene that, yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, I still fun. enjoyed it. I mean, it we, we apparently enjoyed yeah. it way more than we thought because we've yeah. been sitting here cracking up like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. well, I did not feel like watching it. I was going to have that kind of, you know, keep that kind of feelings towards yeah, that, it. I and, definitely yeah. felt like, man, like, am I going to be just brutal to this thing? Like, is this... Is this funny? Well, I, I think maybe like throughout the process of us kind of talking about it, we figured out the the reason why it's fun. Like why it why it hits or how it should yeah. hit. Yeah. And maybe as an individual. And maybe that was the message it. the whole time. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Friendship was with us the whole way. The, the yeah. real the real musical riches it. we made with <laughs> the friends we made along the way. <laughs> that does sound like all the time we have for this episode. Before we leave you, we do I want to, you know, get our final shameless shill in here. The third one of the episode. Now, if you if you liked what you heard, uh, we do have a Patreon. You can always support the show. Helps us pay those hosting fees, and you definitely get some great entertainment in return. Just a dollar. Can't afford the dollar in these trying times. We totally understand. We would love a review. Yep, review it's totally on free. iTunes specifically. Specifically iTunes, yeah. but anywhere that you're listening to this, any kind of, you know, five-star review, give us a comment. Share. Like, share. Yeah. Follow us on social. If you see us post something, like it, share it. Check we out, want to get in front of more people. Yep. Check out the website, spoilersintendedpodcast.com. But that does sound like all the time we have for this episode. Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. And as always, every spoiler was intended. Uh, but yeah, you, um, you know, I guess we can, we can kind of wrap this up, but yeah, it sure uh, sounds like we are. Yeah. You know, if you, if you like Weird Al, you should probably watch this if you haven't already. I mean, presumably point. if you made it to the end of the episode, you've probably, probably seen it. Yeah, we hope. Yeah. Steven, you're the host. I am the host. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me of that fact. But on that note, that does sound like all the time we have for this episode. Until next time, I'm Steven. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We're slating this. I'm just destroying it. It's terrible. <laughs>